Welcome to Sports, 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 a show around sports, sports culture and culture. Coming to you from Park Place Arts in Anderson, Indiana. With me tonight, my co-host, the exclamation point, the passionate one, Reed. Good evening. And the question mark, the man who cares nothing about sports, Tater. <laughs> and a very special guest stopping in the studio, fresh off his big city beat, Big City Adam. <laughs> More of that. And in hey the guys. middle, the period, my name is Snoop. Gentlemen, episode 37. How are we? 37. I didn't look up. I didn't. I got nobody. Keith Hernandez. Oh, oh Big City go. Adam already coming, coming in, in hot. Big City yeah. Yeah. The second spitter. All yeah. right. Well, welcome, welcome, Big City Adam. Welcome Thank to you. the studio. And why don't you? Uh, what big city are you from? What huh? big, what big city? The big did you city that from? is in reference is the New York City. The oh. New York. That's what the we call it. The New York City. The New York City. The Big Apple. Ah, you don't want to confuse it with the other New York. New city. Amsterdam. New Amsterdam. Yeah. yeah. Mm. In Ben Franklin's time. The oh. Dirty Dutch. Home of the Dutch. Yeah. <laughs> New Amsterdam's. Well, Adam, why don't you uh, tell us a little about yourself before we get started? Tell well, us your sports story. My sports story? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Uh, why it's not? It's a long and... Well, you went to a small school growing up, so you played every I'm sorry, sport, right? I, yeah. My bad. Rowdy, tell yeah, us about Rowdy. Adam. Rowdy, tell me about me, please. <laughs> well... You've got it. You know it best. Tell you what. This guy, he's a, he's a clean... Man who smells great all the time. Would you say he's a very good boy? He is a good boy. He, uh, he's flannel clad, very, very likable. Lots yeah. of lots of charisma. I, I've lived with you. I lived with you for more years than I've lived with my wife. Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah. Adam, do you have anything to add? Yeah. I, well, I moved out, so <laughs> yeah. you're on the clock. You, you made it. Yeah. <laughs> I have a question for you, Big City Adam. Oh sure. How many apartments have you driven through? Uh, just, just the one. Okay, so Fair far. Enough. That's so a far. good story. Yeah, that's the, my Don't tell your sports story. Tell how you ruined Christmas. <laughs> I ruined Christmas for one family. Just, just one. one. Yeah, Everyone's come on. Everyone's ruined it for somebody. <laughs> I ruined oh, it for strangers. Or if you're rowdy, you ruin it for his family every year. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I only ruined one, one time. By putting your a suburban and her daughter through an apartment. I, yeah. drew, I only drove a foot into their apartment. But it was the foot so, where their Christmas tree it was and all a foot, presents it was a know, foot past their wall. We, that was never confirmed. <laughs> I, I yeah. left town immediately following that, so I don't know exactly what happened. But yeah, I drove through their apartment. Uh, maybe the apartment complex should have made sure there was no ice. Yeah. Or that I wasn't in such a hurry. <laughs> and they would have been able to avoid the whole yeah. situation. The good thing but, was that yeah. that night it was it was like a, a very damp snow. And so yeah. all of the all of the snow would just, you know, fall into the crack and just melt onto their presence. That's true. What's more Christmassy than having mm -hmm. snow in your home? Mm -hmm. I got to say. Right. There is. And also, they got brand new bricks. A brand new brick wall. I'm sure that really that. made up. You know, renters always enjoy a nice up. new facade. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if there's anything to love, it's yeah. a new facade. This is really gonna yeah. up the property yeah. value of the thing I'm hey, renting. Yeah. Peak game on my apartment. <laughs> yeah. Check out my exterior wall. It's the cleanest. Yeah. That and grout is gleaming. I gave that gift to them. So anything, anything else you want us to know before uh, we get started? We're excited to have what you. What borough yeah. from the big city do you currently reside? I currently reside in Queens, okay. Ridgewood, Queens. Big ups to Queens. Uh, Not around here, no. <laughs> yeah, well, well. That's why we call you the heart. Queen of Queens, right? <laughs> yeah, that's what they call me, the Queen of Queens. 
every day. And, um, but yeah, Living Queens. Get, we're only four minutes in, and I've almost thrown out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's going to be a good one. Any other New York listeners out there, get at me. I'm looking for friends. Yeah. I need some friends <laughs> this, out in New York City. This city is so small, I can't uh, yeah. meet anybody. It's hard, Hardly. You know, yeah, I see maybe one or two people every day. I don't see that many people. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, trying to get some more people in my life. Well, more sports a, fans. Yeah, you've been undercover as our big city beat right. reporter for so long. Infiltrator. Yeah. Well, hey, you know? I mean, you guys sent me out there. So, yeah, my sports story is four years ago before this podcast, when this podcast was in its infancy. Yeah. Yes. And it's, just incubating. Yeah, just incubating. Right. There's a speck said, in hey, dad's we, eyes. We need some, we need some correspondents <laughs> out there. And me and Corey correspondent were the only two yeah. takers. Well, all, I, all that we could find on Craigslist. I packed everything up. <laughs> there were some interesting interviews. <laughs> we, just, we tried Backpage. That didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> we're like, this is, this is not the place yeah. Yeah. for this type I of occupation. I kind of so, feel like you've gotten the wrong idea. <laughs> Um. (laughs) I cared so much about this idea that I moved myself Mm -hmm. and my wife Mm -hmm. out to New York City just to get the the big city beat for you guys. Because it's Sports Town USA. It's important. I think people call it that. All the time. Everyone's saying that. So uh, I did that, um, and I'm back. This is the first episode, because you guys waited till I got back. That's right. To start the podcast. Yeah, episode one. So I'm happy to be here with the first (laughs) podcast. That whole 37 thing was just an inside thing. Yeah, I thought that was a joke we were making. Um, But yeah, so I live in New York City. Uh, and I've come back with all of this great New York sports well, right on. information. Well, hey, Big City Adam, how about some headlines? Oh, I don't have the headlines. No, you don't. Rada, you're, <laughs> the <That's laughs> how it works. you're the headline, man. I want to step on those I'm tests. just asking, are you ready for me how? to do oh, headlines? Hey, Rowdy. Yeah, I'm hey, ready to hear. Hey, Rowdy. How about some sports? That's how you do it. <laughs> Stole my rap. Where did right. this app come from? Uh, headline number that's one. That's what Big City Adam brought back yeah, was cool. a stupid app. Cool. You're welcome. Rap sounds. <laughs> headline number one. This is not really a headline. It's just the name of a team. So I'm just going to say it. Vegas Golden Knights. Boom. Yeah, you got it right. I don't know what. Hockey. What? Oh. We're talking hockey. We're talking second round playoff hockey. I watched this. Uh-huh. We're Vegas doing... Golden Knights, the uh, game four, five, five, four, game five, five. Uh, yeah, yeah. I watched it right. with our uh, our avid listener and friend Pete, who resides in Vegas, mm-hmm. and he knew a whole lot about the Golden Knights. I was impressed. They are good. Their goalie is outstanding. He suffers no fools when it comes to scoring <laughs> goals on him. <laughs> That's what scouts look for. Yeah. Baseball face. And, Baseball face and does he suffer fools? How many fools does he suffer? <laughs> yeah. Huh? Great. You're hired. Yeah. Adam, are yeah. you much of a hockey fan now that you're in uh, You know, I've become more of a York. hockey fan yeah. uh, just because it is a hockey town. But I think that, yeah, the Vegas Golden Knights is one of the better sports stories going on right now. I agree. Coming from, you know, an expansion team. That was the best in their division, and mm. with with their sights set on the cup, I think that's pretty cool. And you don't see it a lot from not existing a year ago to being a favorite. Yeah, that's, that's pretty great. And you know, rolling in like the the tragedy of the the New York or New York the Vegas shooting and all that right when the season started. We don't um, talk about political topics on yeah, this Yeah, we try to avoid that, it. Stick to I, don't think, I don't think anyone was in office that was shooting. It was just, <laughs> oh. it was a private citizen okay. shooting other, other private citizens. Right. But, um, you know, that how, you know, sports and sort of, sort of sometimes tragedies inter- intertwine, and uh, they've been able to sort of parlay that into a great season and a great story for the town. 
So, Rowdy, you know what cup Big City Adam is referring to? Stanley Cup. Lord Stanley's Cup. Is. That's correct. I'm, yeah. I'm real interested to see which facts fall off I, when he yeah, adds I've, more. Well, there's I'm, only room for five I'm in your the, mind palace. Because I'm on the Google page for oh. the, the Golden Knights, so that's how is I Is that know. Google or is that Bing? Oh, oh, sorry. Corey Correspondent. <laughs> Corey Correspondent right Bing. On my, search en- on my search engine results <laughs> page. Yeah. Uh, Nexus. You so, guys have anything else to say about these guys? So it is pretty cool. I mean, I don't I, I don't watch a lot of hockey until the Stanley Cup. That's always exciting. But yeah, they won 4-2 against the San Jose Sharks. Again, another, uh, another warm town that definitely needs a hockey team. Yeah. Vegas. D- yeah, San, Jose think, and oh, Vegas. San Jose and Vegas. You think yeah. Vegas? You think San Jose? You, you think, think hockey? Ice. Yeah. Man, hockey. I think uh, Nashville, Tampa. Yep. Yep. Yeah. That's what. That's what. Dallas. All big ice towns. Yeah. So congrats to Vegas, which is a town. Um, it is a town. Not Las Vegas, just Vegas. Right. Yep. Congrats to all right uh, for advancing. All right. Next up, we're going to talk about the mountain. Now, oh. this dude. First of all, his name is Half Thor. Not half near. It's half Thor, Julius Bjornson. Half Thor Bjornson. Half Thor Bjornson. Bjornson. What did he do? Uh, He is the strongest man, and I don't know anything else. Like what? In the universe. Why is he in this? Yeah. Well, in the world. In the world. Strongest boy in the world. He's a very good boy. Why are we talking about him? He is the 2018 strongest man in the world. Yeah, but hasn't he, he been the strongest for, man for like? He has never won the no. title. Really? Yeah. Oh, He's okay. the mountain from Game of Thrones. Yeah. He also worked out for the Indianapolis Colts at one point. Oh, so Gregor Clegane. Yes. Even we, though the Hound yeah. is going to end up getting him in the end, we'll I have spoilers. I, I believe. Well, yeah. he's like a zombie now. No, yeah, spoilers. Sorry. No, he's, he's like a, a Frankenstein's monster. I make that that. distinction because Frankenstein is not the monster. He's the scientist. That's right. I don't. Yeah, I don't watch Game of Thrones. I don't know what you're talking about. This is a big guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's he's an awesome character. He He earns every bit of his nickname. He's the the he's the royal family. For for a non-watcher, he's the royal family's like bodyguard. Gotcha. He's um. He's the fixer. He's their Michael Cohen. And he sufficiently. I was gonna say more. Their who's the uh, main dude from the Musketeers? Oh, I want to say Are you th- Jean Valjean, but that's not <laughs> that's right. No. Are you talking about like D'Artagnan? D'Artagnan. He's the yeah. D'Artagnan of Game of Thrones. He's the one three musketeer that people remember. Right. Yeah. Of Game of Thrones. But so it's, now he is also the man in the Iron Mask. So it's a little confusing. So he was. This is the first time he's won. Yeah. So he's play, He placed third in 2012, 2013, and 2015. What is his country of origin? Uh, he is from Iceland. Uh, his, that's what yeah, I thought. I just looked this up. It, oh, you're doing the clap. Here yeah. we are. Ooh. That's what we're doing. Yeah. So his deadlift uh, was a world record. He deadlifted 1,041 pounds on his third attempt. I mean, he tried twice before. 1,031? 1,041. 41. Half a ton deadlifted it. It's pretty good. What is that, a Civic? Probably. It, yeah, at least. At least a Civic. Maybe I've so. been Maybe one of four people that has picked up a Geo tra- or a Geo uh, Metro before. Those oh. little three-cylinder. Mm-hmm. So you're cars. a third of a Hafner, Hafner Bjornsson. Fourth. You're, there were four oh, there of was us. four of you? Yeah. yeah. Well, man. Yeah. Well, congrats to him. Rowdy, <laughs> yeah. what else we got? Um, this is going well, by the way. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> headline three, Witten retires. 
Jason Witten. Jason Witten, tight end for the Dallas Cowboys, retires. Good riddance. Two oh, days yeah. after going out with uh, with the commissioner to, uh, to... Oh, we got some squirrely action going on here. I don't know if it's squirrely. He just came out. Him and well, there was one other cowboy that came out, right? Yeah, I can't remember. Des Bryant. With Goodell <laughs> to... to uh, Michael Irving to announce the first pick. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. Uh, he's like, "How many? Yeah. I love it. Let me tell you something, JP. Come on for life." Yeah. Um, so he came out with Goodell to announce the first pick of the uh, NFL draft, and then like two days later, he retired. Mm. You were saying off air, a big city, Adam, that. Yeah, like when I was watching the draft, there was they talked about how he was going to retire. And then a week later, after that, they said, "Oh, Jay, breaking news! He's retired." So I don't know. Huh. Was yeah. it because it was he's broken news at that point? Well, yeah, but he is. Cracked. He's going to be. A, <laughs> he's going to be hosting, or I guess hosting's the word. The Monday Night Football. Oh, so is like, he hosting it? Oh, or he's, he's part of the. He's, the new he's part of the. Yeah, or is he part of the 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 announcers? I thought he was going to be calling games. Oh, really? So he's yeah. part of the booth. That's what I. That's, that's what I Chucky. understand. I could be wrong. Interesting. Never happened. But I, I not like on this to, podcast. Yeah. You can't be wrong. So yeah, never yeah that's wrong. exactly what happened. But yeah, like so, like <laughs> Rowdy, fact check that. If he's going to retire and then get that job, it didn't just like, it wasn't the next day that ESPN's yeah. like, oh hey, you want to do this? Mm. Like, oh yeah, sure. So like that was already in the works. I think it was, you know, they got as much as they they rang that as much as they could to get every last drop of his retirement. But yeah, hey, he had a great cowboy career. It was a very <laughs> for good whatever that is. Yeah. Uh, so is he Hall of Famer? You know, I mean, wait, Stephen A. Smith is. Is he a Hall of Famer? I mean, he ranks second in all-time career receptions and receiving yards. What is happening tonight? Is it behind only, uh, Tony Antonio Gonzalez? Gates? Oh, Tony Gonzalez. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, Tony Gonzalez. Guys, you got to try these search engines that you can get now where you just type in a person's Tell name more. and all yeah. this information pops up. That's what, not What fun. search engine do you Witten, go to? Witten would be a Hall of Famer. For First sure. and foremost, because he played for the Cowboys. Yeah. That's going to push him over the top. But he's got the numbers to back it up. But he's no Tony Gonzalez. He's no Antonio Gates. What about um, Rob Gronkowski? Yeah. The ho- the man, not the horse. He's, his, he's better than Rob Gronkowski. He's better than Rob Gronkowski. Oh, really? okay. That's the other thing. We didn't have uh, the... We didn't yeah, Kentucky do the Derby. Kentucky Derby in our headlines. Okay, here. Hey, the Kentucky Derby happened. Hey, and there, and there it went. It was right. a muddy one. It was a muddy one. It was very muddy. Yeah. All right. Baffert Next up, we watched Mac, the Frisch's Big Boy. Headline yeah. number four. Two more no-hitters, Dodgers and Paxton. Yep, more baseball. Here we go. So, How you doing, Brandon? <laughs> the, jo- the Dodgers were first. They had a four-man no-hitter. I believe it was four men. Uh, started off with their rookie pitcher, uh, uh Oh, Headline just, number five. I just, I just <laughs> well, I want to talk about James Paxton because that was All the right. more impressive one. Um, he uh, Walker Bueller. That was the name of the the Dodgers Bueller. pitcher. Anyone? So Bueller. Yeah. So he pitched six innings under hundred pitches. Uh, was was pretty impressive. But they pulled him out because because they're trying to uh, limit his innings because. You know he's a rookie. He, I think this was only his third start. It, it was definitely his second start this year. So, very impressive that they could put it together. I think there was actually a question after the last no hitter we had was, can you have a no hitter with more than one pitcher? Why not? Answer. 
Yes. Of course. Yeah. And it's not you surprising because, that because you Because that's a different distinction. No hitter is different than a complete game. Yeah, exactly. And it's different than a perfect game. Right. Or an immaculate yeah. inning. Yeah. So if then, you want to hear about this, go to our last podcast. So then James Paxton came out. He also threw a no-hitter. What was that? <laughs> I see what you were trying to do there, Rowdy. It didn't take. No, no, but no. Not, not even a bit. Paxton has been pretty unbelievable in his last three starts as it was, so he was working up to this. He had nine innings, 99 pitches, 64 for strikes. Quality start. Quality, more than a quality start, my friend. A no-hitter. He had three walks. Uh, the, the Can you get a quality start and a save? No. So you could say he had 99 pitches, but a hit wasn't one. Could you say that? <laughs> well, you can, look at this New York City over look, here. Say look, that? At, look at that. Hey. Uh, you live Holla. near. Yeah. Looking yeah. strikes, he had uh, 14. So that is impressive. Uh, not as impressive as his last outing when he had 16 strikeouts in seven innings, but he pitched over 100. So You think looking strikes are more impressive than swinging strikes? Yeah, because you're fooling somebody. So those are the ones that you are getting somebody... It, it is not up to someone else to make that distinction between a strike and a ball. Well, okay, I get that. that. that but you're also, fool, you're also fooling someone when you whiff. Yeah, you are, and that's the more impressive thing than saying than leaving it up to the umpire. So when you're looking to to um, to compare two um, pitchers. You're trying to see: are they fooling the batter, or are they or are they putting it in there for the umpire? Fool me once. What I'm trying to say is you're not going to fool me again. Shame on me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> fool me twice. Yeah. Not yeah, going to fool, fool, fool me again. again. Yeah. Mission accomplished. All right. Headline number five. The machine hits 3,000. Yes. What, what does this mean? Albert Pujols. The machine. Pujols. Pujols. How do you say it? Pujols. You don't Pujols. pronounce the L? It's just Pujols? Pujols. Pujols. I think you pronounce the L. Pujols. Pujols. It's there, Pujols. It's, it's, it's very. Pujols. That's why we call him the machine. Yeah. Because he's a pooping machine. No, no he's a hitting machine. It. Oh, he's a hitting machine. <laughs> well, everyone's a pooping machine. Yeah, yeah that's, that's true. That's the way they do. So we're input-output creatures. He had 3,000 yeah. ball, 3,000 hit. Yeah, 3,000 hits. Which means he got on base 3,000 times. Or hit a home run 3,000 times. Is that impressive? Because they play like 300 games uh, a year. It's, it's very extremely impressive. Extremely impressive. It is impressive. Really? Yeah. yeah. And with what five? How many people got? How many people got three thousand hits? Oh, less than a hundred. Probably around a hundred. Yeah, hundred, hundred and fifty, something. And like there, that. how You're many? You're gonna look it up. How many baseball players? Well, you have twenty-five men on the roster. Or you have Thirty people. Eighteen hundred so players a year, something mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. When you think about baseball, I'm gonna. I'm and just baseball's gonna, been around. I'm gonna for make a everybody think about baseball. All those those people Again. who don't want to think. Yeah. So Dylan Bundy, I'll throw this out. Oh here. my God. Dylan Dylan Bundy <laughs> gave infinite up. whip, which is my infinite whip, infinite ERA, infinite uh, walks too. If I ever start a band, which I might, it's gonna be <laughs> yeah. called Infinite Whip. Yeah. Don't don't put a don't put a cap on things. Yeah. So don't limit it. He threw. Less than an inning because he did not record an out. Gave, gave up, up seven runs, four homers, and four home runs. He's never been done. Think about this. You guys are always complaining about how many games are in a in a baseball season. Oh, hundred six. This has two times thirty. This has never happened, or and 15. there have been professional baseball teams since eighteen sixty six, and this has never happened. Hundreds of thousands of games, and this has never happened. There's been under thirty. Com uh, Guess whose fantasy games. roto team he's on, Rowdy. I don't care. <laughs> I, I, I he's honestly on, he's don't on care. Roll Tide. 
and it was terrible. But, yeah. you know, I choose to take the strengths perspective and look at it as a trailblazer and not <laughs> there as... Go. There you go. ...a total failure. So Pujols hit 3,000. Yeah. Had 3,000 hits. Albert Pujols yeah. is awesome. How many awesome. home runs? Is it Over 600. Over Which, six. That is actually even more rare. Yeah, there's right? like five players, and Bonds. Been, yeah. And he's been DHing for, what, a year and a half now? Two years? Over two years. And You know, because of his plantar fasciitis... And, and when his you, head has stayed the same size throughout his entire career. That's is right. Impressive. He hasn't juiced. Impressive. When you right. look at his, his career He's since a great player. 2001, he has had uh, just his on the Cardinals, his war, season war, has been What's over uh, wins above wins replacement. Above replacement. Uh, yeah, has well, been for you. No. <laughs> over, over seven, seven or eight of those nine years. Yeah. He's had. Uh, and batting average over 300 almost every year he was on the Cardinals except the last year before he signed with the Angels. Hmm. He's had an OBP. Yeah, he's on your team, Rowdy. You oh, should know cool. This. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's on your team. Oh, OBP cool. over those years. <laughs> he's He is unbelievable. He he's had, great. Uh, uh, and he's a he's a legit dude. Yeah, and too. he had a strikeout rate under 11% almost every year he's ever played. Hmm. He's an unbelievable player. Racking he's a machine. BBs too. Yeah, he's a machine. Yeah. So congrats to him. I don't yeah. know how many more years he's going to be able to play. He's got a I hope a bum couple. foot. I hope a couple. Jose Alberto Pujols Alcantara, we're proud of you. Headline number six: Houston, Golden State, Cleveland advance. Oh, do I need to get out the board? Hold yeah, on. Yeah, get out the Wait, board. You know, Let's you know. get that board up. <laughs> what if you've not listened to the previous? I don't know how many episodes. If board time. Listen, what are you talking about? As a as a bracketologist, <laughs> a college bracketologist, I tried my hand at professional sports and. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of factors that, you know, working against me. I think Jupiter, Jupiter's at its closest understanding of to the Earth. Sport. Uh, <laughs> general understanding. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but um, there was no um, there was no search engine you could use. They just filled in your bracket. There was a lot. There was a lot against you. Yeah, there was. OK, we're going to start in the West. <laughs> <laughs> Rowdy had. All right. Rowdy had, well, it's going to get a, well. Okay. Can we just say Houston? Because Houston's going on, right? Yes. Who did I pick? Is to, this still to, based to, on to, heart? To lead the West. <laughs> yeah, it's still based yeah. on heart. Yeah. Okay, Houston. Cool. Yeah. Houston. One, of the five, have, one of the five uh, captain players. We have the New powers. Orleans Golden State <laughs> and Golden State Advance. Golden State Advance. Right. So, Rowdy, 4-1. you yeah. are killing it yeah. in the West. Yeah. All right. Now, so, who does he have advancing out of this? Houston. Houston. Okay. Ooh, I like that. In four or five? Oh, you didn't say. Four one. Four, four one. one Houston. Okay. Four one Houston. All right. Here we go. Wow. There's so, a lot of X's on this side. <laughs> well, we're over X's. to the east. Oh yeah. yeah. You're you're smoked, bro. Yeah. 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 I just have to hope Houston wins. Because you had Indiana going all the way, yeah. and you had Miami. Yeah. Okay. We're done. So yeah, so, yeah. Cle- <laughs> so Cleveland. The beat sun has set. Cleveland swept Toronto. How? We'll get into that. Yeah, Cleveland well, swept Toronto, and yeah. the Celtics play <laughs> tomorrow. What are they at? Three zero. I think they're no three one three one three one. Seventy Sixers got one on them. Yeah, Rowdy, your uh, your bracket's not looking great. Hey, well the West is looking. Your West right bracket looks. Yeah, but you did have Indiana winning the whole thing. You're so. still first in our our bracket challenge. Yeah, because you're the only one in it. Yeah, but hey, shh, 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 shh. no, no, no. All right, no. Reed, what's your topic this week? What do you got? All right. I got a whole Stack bunch of papers. papers and a whole bunch of highlighting going. Had some news this week. Yeah. That heartbreaker. That my in my estimation, 
at least the greatest player in a generation, not the greatest player in the last, what, 35, 40 years. I'm not into those has, proclamations. Has so. moved to, has not retired, but has moved to special assistant to the general manager of What's the uh, Seattle Mariners. Does that mean you're basically like a coach? He's basically can do whatever he wants, and you'll know why after I get done with all my statistics. Oh, okay, I'll here. let you go. Sit back. Ichiro Suzuki, mm-hmm. the baddest dude to play baseball in at least the last, I'm going to say, 30 years. How long have you been watching baseball? Well, three cons- months, cons- two months. Considering month? I watched baseball for like the first ten years of my life, and then I picked it up about three weeks ago. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So no more than that. But how long we've we been playing roto? Seven weeks. Anyway, you agree with me here. So I thought I would I, go I through. Do. Okay. I thought I would go <laughs> through a uh, <laughs> little bit of a um, career retrospective. Trust on me, Ichiro Suzuki, the one this- true hit king. He is That's the hit, right. He is the only true hit king. Yes, absolutely. So, Rowdy, are you aware of Ichiro Suzuki? Yes, I am. Okay, very good. So, Ichiro, Japanese player, mm-hmm. started at 18 years old uh, in the Japanese league, which is the MP, what is it, the uh, mm. MPB, Nippon something baseball. Professional baseball. Professional baseball. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Nailing it. So, right yeah, there, I'm, I'm off to a great start here. You're really, yeah, you're So in you're 2000, Ichiro, in the year 2000. In the year 2000. Thank you. We don't, we don't yep. actually this is, have This is the that, beginning <laughs> of his um, MLB career. He signed a three-year, $14 million contract with the Seattle Mariners. Mm-hmm. And it's nine seasons in Japan. As a professional player, he had... Was he a fighting ham? Was no, he, he was a blue wave. He was a blue wave. Yeah. Uh, Ichiro had... Is that Osaka? Uh, I'll get there, but no, it was not Osaka. <laughs> All right, let him go. We have a whole career to get through. He had 12. All right, listen, no more interruptions. Hey, we'll remember this for a second. Right, three. Right. Yeah, but how was his hairline? Right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Thank you. Somebody's been listening. <laughs> how many movies was he in with a, with a sports playing with a dog? Sports dog. <laughs> Ichiro started in his um, nine seasons in Japan. He had 1,278 hits. A career batting average of 353. Wow. Uh, seven Gold Glove Awards. And um, it says here he also matured as a player and a person. <laughs> he did. Right? It says, it says yeah. here on the old Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure enough does. Uh, when Ichiro signed in 2001 with the Seattle Mariners, he was worried about taking the number 51 because 51 bad was... luck. 51 was Randy Johnson's number. Oh, he actually yeah. sent him a personal message asking him if he could have the number 51, if that was okay. And uh, Randy was cool with it because, Rowdy, you should YouTube this sometime. Randy Johnson once exploded a bird with a pitch. <laughs> this is the greatest highlight. He's also a badass photographer. Really? Concert a music photographer, huh. and his little watermark on his photos is an exploding bird. It's <laughs> awesome. It really? Yeah, awesome. it's awesome. So uh, 2004, Ichiro had his best offensive season of his first four years, uh, where he broke George Sisler's 84-year-old record of 257 hits in a season. Yeah. Ichiro uh, finished that season with 262 hits, which I think still stands. That even passed uh, Pete Rose's record of um, five 50-hit months in one season. Uh, Five 50-hit 
months. Yeah. In one season. In one season. From 2001 to 2004, Ichiro had more hits at 924 than anyone in history over a four-year period, breaking the record of 918 hits that Bill Perry accumulated in 1929 to 1932. So he's just smoking records that have lasted forever. 2007, in May and June, Ichiro hit hit in 25 consecutive games, breaking the previous Seattle uh, Mariners record set by Joey Cora in 97. In July, Joey Cora had a had a record. I guess it was for the, the Mariners, Mariners. For record, the Mariners, yeah. yeah. In July, fine, I'll allow it. In July of 2017, he became the first player to hit an inside the park home run in an All Star game after an un, uh, unpredictable hop off the right wall in San Francisco. He so was, they thought that was going to be was voted his, most valuable player. They thought he was going to retire after 20, possibly retire after 2017. That was one of the reasons is, that he was... I'm in 2007. Oh, I thought you said 2017. No. They thought he was going to retire last You're year. You're a decade ahead. Yeah. We got a long way to go, bro. Strap in, man. <laughs> 2007, he uh, re-signed with the Mariners with a $90 million contract. Uh, in 2008, he became the second youngest player to mass 3,000 professional hits, 1,278 in Japan, 722 in the U.S., uh, passing Ty Cobb. Uh, and he was famous for the in the All-Star Games giving a pregame curse-laden speech in English. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And David Ortiz is quoted as saying it's simply why we win because <laughs> of Ichiro's speech. Did you put on there, I'm, I may have blacked out, that he won the Rookie of the Year and the MVP in his first year? I have not gotten there yet, but <laughs> thank you. Are we not in the awards section yet? Thank, no, we are not. Mm. <laughs> 2009. Breach! 2009, after missing eight games with a bleeding ulcer, Ichiro came back on April 15th, went two for five against the Angels, including a grand slam for his 385th career That hit. was his only DL stint, is that correct? That is correct. Eight days. With a bleeding uh, eight, ulcer. Sorry, eight games. With a bleeding ulcer. With a bleeding ulcer. And the, they they attribute the bleeding ulcer to... Uh, His the, badassery. Well, no, he because of how many games he had to play with Japan during the World Baseball Classic, mm. which was the year before. Mm. So uh, in 2010... Do they give their players bleeding ulcers? Is that what I'm hearing? It was a death by a thousand cuts. Uh, <laughs> in 2010, Ichiro's 32 <laughs> career leadoff runs ranked ninth all time. Uh, and this is one of my uh, one of the funny quotes from Ichiro. You don't get too many. Chicks who dig home runs aren't the ones who appeal to me. I think their sexiness is infield. I think there's sexiness in infield hits because they require technique. I'd rather impress the chicks with my technique than with my brute strength. <laughs> then every now and then, just show that I can do it too. I might flirt a little by hitting one out. That was what's cool about Ichiro. He could always hit a home run, but he wasn't interested in that. He yeah. wanted to put the ball in play. He wanted to knock in RBIs. Yeah. He was, uh, as opposed to Snoop segment last week where we talked about the 3% uh, higher uh, trajectory and mm-hmm. the, uh, and the uh, angle, a- exit angles and all mm-hmm. that. Ichiro kept them all on the mm-hmm. ground. He'd just rip them right between third and short down the foul lines. Um, he, he was always hitting stuff, stuff on the ground. So... Here is a list of his accomplishments. Let me find it here. Uh, and I'll just do the MLB, although he was a seven-time All-Star, three-time in MVP, Japan. seven-time Golden Glove in Japan. I mean, it goes on and on and Since on. Since he was 18. Since when he was 18. Wow. What the interesting thing about Ichiro, too, that I didn't realize is he kind of grew up like the Williams sisters or other people. He kind of had a falling out with his dad because his dad was super hard on him and tried to get him to train all the time from when he was... 
like eight or ten years old. Yeah, so, I looked it up. His his apparently when he joined his high school baseball team, his dad told the coach, "No matter how good Ichiro is, don't ever praise him. We have to make him spiritually yep. strong." Yep, exactly. <laughs> and he got a lot of heat. Uh, for his swing. They called it a pendulum swing because he put the weight on his outer leg as he swung through it. And he didn't get a lot of playing time early on in the Japanese league because the manager didn't like the way he swung and tried to change the swing. So for two years, he didn't get a lot of playing time. Then when they switched managers, the other manager was like, swing how you want to swing, dude. Speaking of managers, you you were talking about his home run. uh, like he hit the grand slam after he came off the DL. Right. There was that story with Lou Pinella, who was his manager right. at the Mariners when he first came up. And I've heard this before that sometimes Japanese players have a hard time transitioning to the American game. I don't know why, but they don't do well in uh, spring training. Mm-hmm. Shohei Otani had the same issue. Right. But he was uh, had some really bad spring training games. And Pinella said... This is what we're paying the guy for. And I don't know if he said it to uh, Ichiro or not and didn't know that he spoke English, but he said something about, like, you know, is that all you got? Yeah. The next time Ichiro came up, according to legend, he just put it over the right field fence. Yeah, well, that, trotted around that and was then the, basically. That like, was the story is that he always hit it to left field. Yeah. And the manager started talking to other players and other coaches and everything, and it got back to Ichiro that he can't hit it over into right And he has no power. Right, So that he had limited power. So the next time up, he goes and hits a dong over right field, and he comes back in the dugout, and he goes, did you like that? Yeah. You know, I mean, it's smooth as glass, right? (laughs) So here are his... Also uh, refused to talk to reporters in English. Right. Still, nobody, to this day, nobody yeah. knows that he speaks English. He, has an he still has an yeah, interpreter. He still has yeah. an interpreter. He's been here for 18 years and still has an interpreter. And he speaks perfect English, but he only responds to interviewers' questions in Japanese. That's awesome. He is awesome. Everything about this dude is awesome. So here are his Major League Baseball accomplishments <laughs> over his career. 17 seasons. I'm told I either look bigger than I do on television or I look smaller than I look on television. No one seems to think I look the same size. Mm-hmm. Ichiro Suzuki. He's like 5'10", 140-something pounds. He's super small, so everybody thought, you know, he wasn't the deal. So here are his accomplishments. 10-time All-Star, 2001 <laughs> through 2010. AL MVP in 2001. Rookie of the Year in 2001. 10-time Gold Glove winner, 2001-2010. 3-time Fielding Bible Award, 6, 9, and 10. 3-time Silver Slugger, 1, 7, and 9. Two-time AL batting champion, one and four. Seven-time AL hit leader, one, four, six through ten. AL stolen stolen base leader, 2001. All-World Baseball Classic Team, 2006. Two-time World Baseball Classic champion, 2006-2009. And here are his standalone Major League Baseball records. 262 hits in a single season. Yep, still the record. Still the record. Ten consecutive, a decade of two hundred hit seasons. Yeah. Most hits by that one's crazy board. to me. Like yeah. when I think about that, blows everybody ten away. seasons of two hundred hits or more. Consecutive seasons. Yeah. A decade. Most hits by a foreign board player and most hits in interleague play. Yeah. The guy's incredible. Mm. Interleague play didn't start that long ago, so 
Well, but it's a record. <laughs> yeah. Right? <laughs> Neat. Dude is awesome. <laughs> Ichiro Suzuki is by far the baddest dude to play baseball in the last 30 years. I agree. <laughs> you do? Yeah, well, Who's his, badder? His, Nobody's badder. Well, and his swing was also pretty interesting, too, because like he started that whole... Slap swing? Yeah. As he's hitting the ball, he's three steps towards first mm-hmm. base. So that's what... You know what also right. propelled like his his yeah. hit career is that he was also like I'm hitting the ball to get on base right which was you know the point mm. of hitting the ball exactly mm. um, that's why you go to which bat is also like and people started mm. to that's a, I that. mean it would be interesting to see Ichiro come up now in in this environment and how his swing would have changed because it wouldn't have it may have <laughs> or he may not have been here in the same context that he is now yeah he's getting on base he doesn't walk a lot he never walked a lot. Um, he ne- he didn't strike out a lot either, but he didn't hit for power. And everybody's looking for power now. They're looking for 20, 30 home run guys that are hitting 250. He was hitting 300, three, he, what, he hit 350, 360 his rookie year. I mean, that, that was abnormal. That was his, not abnormal for the time. It would be abnormal now. Well, but you got to take into consideration a few of these other stats. His career stats in Major League Baseball, 311 batting average mm-hmm. over 17 years. Mm-hmm. Which every year after, well, since like 2011, he's been under 300, which is... Which brings it way down. Crazy, yeah. Only 117 home runs. We explained that. It was for the ladies. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, These dongs are for the ladies. exactly. (laughs) Yeah. What else would it be? Uh, RBI, 780. He was a leadoff guy, so that's completely 1,420 runs, but here's the stat. 509 stolen bases. Yeah. Well, this first year, That's he had incredible. almost 60. He had like 55 stolen bases. Mm, His first year, too. It was a lot. I don't remember exactly what it was. It was like 55 or 56 stolen bases. He had 199 season. stolen bases in the Japanese league. Yeah. Over seven seasons. So he's That's got... Almost 30 a, a season. I mean, he's got 40... What? 43, 50, 4,350 hits... In his professional career, I yep. mean, nobody's touching that these days. In his 18 years, I mean, of we the, just talked about Pujols, just got over 3,000 hits. He got last year. I think he got 3,000 hits last yeah. year. Yeah, well, or two years I ago. Mean, how many at bats is he gonna have this year? Not that, not that many. But Ichiro Suzuki is awesome. I I hate to see him stop playing this year, but he was always fun to watch. He has a cannon for an arm too. That's the other thing. You can go he out and look. People, nobody will, will warm up with him. I, I saw an interview with a guy from the Mariners. They said, you know, we warm up 50, 60 feet apart. We're throwing. Mm-hmm. And then we get back. We get back. And then by the end of the warm-up, before the game, we're in the corners of the outfield, and Ichiro's throwing flat-line balls. What's his stretch, what's his stretch routine look his like? His stretch routine is incredible. <laughs> he stretches on deck. He only practice swings about four times on deck. The rest of the time's stretching. And he also stretches at every base that he gets on. Yep, so if he yep, gets to well, first, if he slaps a single, which he, stretches. he does a lot of. Why is that? That's his longevity thing. That's his mm. stretching thing. It's never been all about power, but it's about you know uh, maneuverability. It's about putting ball in play. It's not. It, it is. It's totally different than the than the take on the game now, where you want the Bryce Harpers and the Mike Trouts and the Aaron Judges that just well more smash than that. You, you want the, the Justin Boers. You want the Jay Bruces. You want guys that are hitting. 20, like 30 home runs, 32 home right. runs, striking out 
a hundred times and right. hitting two sixty. But Ichiro didn't strike out a whole nope, lot. No, he didn't strike and out. And he didn't walk. He either. didn't walk. That's right. That that's. When but he did play the. You're right. He played the majority of his career leadoff or batting second, third. You know, so yeah. there wasn't a whole lot of people on base for him. But to he get could. A lot of RBI. That was the thing is he could. I think later in his career, I think 2016, 2017 for the Mar- uh, Marlins, he did bat fourth sometimes. Right, clean up. Yeah, a little clean so, up. Yeah. And he was D eight. Uh, well, he wasn't DHing for them, but he was. He wasn't an everyday player for the Yankees. He was DHing. Also, a cool tidbit for Ichiro: his three thousandth professional hit was a triple. Surprise! Yeah, I mean, just <laughs> greatest seven is, seconds in sports. The dude is magical. He's awesome. <laughs> he is awesome. Yeah. So, way to go, Ichiro! Congrats, Ichiro! Yeah, it's awesome. Ichiro Suzuki, the baddest dude ever. Wow. All right. That was, that's saying a lot. Well, I also have a sports highlight, but this is from the past. It's one of the one of my favorite sports highlights of all time. Um, it happened. What is it? 16th anniversary happened this Monday, you May need to 7th. Practice this? <laughs> I don't. Need to practice it. <laughs> but what we're talking about is practice. Practice. We're talking about practice. Allen Iverson. Why talking are we talking about, about practice? practice? Exactly. I'm supposed to be a franchise podcaster, and we're sitting here talking about practice. Exactly. You want to talk yeah. about practice? Practice? On a sports podcast? So we all know the meme, it sounds like. We're all aware <laughs> no, of what... I remember the press conference. <laughs> yeah. Why don't, yeah. why don't you, why don't you refresh us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. All right, right. right. so... Because right. not everyone is as well-versed in sports as I feel me. like we should, <laughs> we should uh, play the clip, but I don't even know if I, I could do it. You start talking, I'll I look it up. I think you can find it pretty quick. And ju- do it justice. So, Alan Iverson... Uh, was on the Philadelphia 76ers. They go out in the first round of the 2002 NBA playoffs to the Celtics. Afterwards, they have a you know season-ending um, press conference, and Allen Iverson gets a question. Oh, wait, wait, here we go. I mean, listen, we're talking about practice. Not a game, not a game, not a game. We're talking about practice. I know it's important. I do. I honestly do. But we talking about practice, man. What are we talking about? Practice? <laughs> we talking about practice? We're talking and, and about it goes practice. on like that for a long time. He says practice at least 22 times in that press conference. So I wish I could have been the uh, housekeeper for the hotel rooms that he stayed in. Why? Because he would buy clothes on road trips and leave oh, them and in the room them. as tips. And you, you buy like $1,200 worth of Gucci t-shirts and just leave them in the room for the maid. And you guys are the same size. <laughs> yeah, you and Alan Ivers. You're about the same height. Well, I mean, yeah, we're about the same height then. I mean, I can wear a 4X if I need to because <laughs> yeah. that's what Iverson wore. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so to put like this a in, nightgown. <laughs> to put this in perspective, he was uh, an MVP in 2001. He was the he was a bad leading dude. scorer uh, that year, the next year. Um he was a perennial all-star, and he was there to talk about practice after the game, or after the, the series. Um, it's one of my favorites because it's kind of started to transcend what he was talking about. So uh, besides what he was saying, which was hilarious, but why... <laughs> when was he, that? 2002. Wow. So in 2000... Man, I'm old. So in 2001... <laughs> We're all old. In 2001, he won the MVP award. Right. He took the 76ers to... The, finals. the NBA Finals, where they lost 4-1. Uh, 
to the Spurs. To an outstanding I the Spurs, Spurs yeah. team. They were 56 and 26 that year. The next year, they were 43 and 39, barely made the playoffs. I think they were a five or a six seed. I can't remember. I didn't write it down. But he was averaging in his in his MVP year 31.1 points per game. In his in the next year, he was averaging 31.4 points per per game. So it more was the Lakers, the Lakers. Okay, Shaquille O'Neal Lakers. Yeah, so the yeah. Lakers. And four one. He took that team on his back by himself to that champ to the NBA Finals. Their only victory in that series was the first victory, game. Was the first game, and he scored 48 points. 48 points. 48. 107 points. to 101 in overtime. No one gave them a chance, and he scored 48 points. He was an unbelievable player that left it all out on the court Great every player. time he played. So the next year, when they come back, he's injured. Uh, only plays 60 games instead of 82, or I think he played like 78 the year before, or 80 the year before. Um, not not quite has the same season. Um, as far as success as a team. But again, but the, the thing to remember about the 2001 and 2002 is he was playing with guys like Eric Snow. Who? Exactly. Yeah, right. He was playing with guys. I don't. Even, I, I mean, you don't even remember these guys. He was playing with nobodies. There was, of those years where he was playing, he had one, Theo Ratliff or was the only player who was an all-star in those years. He, he, he was the 76ers, and he was unbelievable. So at the end of the season, they get, they get uh, knocked out by the Celtics. Um, Larry Celtics, Bro- right. The Ready? Celtics. Celtics, yeah. The right. Celtics. Yeah. Larry Brown comes out and says, after the series, I'm going to pull this up because I think it's kind of important. He says, uh, oh, now I lost it. Uh, he we says, can, we can riff. Alan? <laughs> there's one thing I've always thought. There's saw. one thing you need to know. He says, my problem with Allen has been the same for six years. I love him, his competitiveness. I'm proud of the way he tries every game. The issues are things he has control over, and he'll have a problem with me if he doesn't take care of it. He has to be at practice. He has to set practice. an example. He knows that if he's willing to do that, he'll be a sixer for life. So after this, after this apparently there was an altercation... What do you need? Put that thing you're clicking. Down. Oh, I'm, is that messing up our sound? Yeah. After this, apparently there was there was a bit of a spat after that, and he comes out. Uh, he's cleared the air with Larry Brown, the coach. They've Former talked about Pacers it. Coach. They've talked yeah. about it. There there was talk about being traded after the season. They've cleared it up. He's not getting traded, and he goes into this press conference, and somebody asks him a question about practice. Practice. Yep. So he's he comes back with everything that he that you're talking about and more. Talking about being a franchise player and we're sitting here talking about practice. He leaves it all on the court, which he did, and we're talking about practice. This turns into a meme. Everybody every every old white person has something to say about this. I think that's fair to say. Sure? Yeah. Oh, we're making this a racial thing? I, you know, I didn't, but David Stern did. Okay. <laughs> You know, I think you got to remember that Allen Iverson came into this league as the number one uh, overall pick. He came in. He was the best player in the league. There's no question. He came in with cornrows. Yeah. He came in. He started getting tattooed up. Yeah. He started wearing big shirts, like you're talking about. He's wearing his hat sideways. 
He's sitting there talking about how he's... Yeah, he's wearing like $75 4X white t-shirts. Yeah. And... Which... You do you, bro. Yeah. Right? That's yeah. what it should be. But yeah. what ends up happening is everybody starts talking throwing things around like thugs. And people start talking about uh, doing things the right way. There was a, a quote in one of the... Uh, I kind of think 31.4 points a game is the right Tells way. you everything you yeah. need to know about this guy. Being under six foot <laughs> right. and winning MVP awards and yeah. scoring 31 points and yeah. juking on Michael Jordan. And like, crossing people over left yeah. and right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's no, there's no <laughs> doubt. If you look at the numbers, there's no doubt that he was, he was oh, a player. He was a player. Yeah. yeah. He, he played the game. For sure. But then you have quotes right after this about... There have been others: Will Chamberlain, Charles Barkley, Ricky Waters, uh, Walters, Derek, Dirk, Dick Allen. I can't even read my own writing, and it's on the computer. This is the worst. I, was I took say, a picture. You scan your notes. I did. Sca- I did scan my notes. <laughs> what? Wow. This is uh, 1998. Yeah. <laughs> After years with Brown, Iverson still doesn't understand the difference between coaching and criticism. Hasn't the vaguest idea of what Brown is constantly ta- practicing and preaching about playing the game the right way. Can't spell team if you spot him the T-E. He has no concept of the role of the media and thinks he's like you and me, ignoring the platinum jewelry, the entourage, the Bentleys. That, to me, kind of This is the Larry Brown that could barely get past the Knicks, and when he figured out he couldn't get past the Knicks, he just went to the Knicks. So all of this kind of drips with some some racial overtones. To me, it does, anyway. I can see it. Yep. Thank you, Rowdy. Yeah. I think it's some, it's mostly. Yeah, yep. And then what... Years afterwards, what he... What Allen Iverson comes out and says, after he's so frustrated by all this is his best friend, Rashawn Langford, was killed seven months earlier. He was murdered. And he played that entire season with that on his mind. He wrote his name on his sleeve. He touched it every time before he threw a free throw. He was thinking about that. He was emotional. He, he played the games for Langford. There was a quote um, that he... Um, that this was a guy, one of his oldest friends, that 29 years earlier, um, this was when he was older, but 29 years earlier, he had made a pact that if one of them got out, both of them were going to get out. This was the kind of friend that this was. Where was was. he from, do you know? Was he from New York? I don't even remember now. Uh, He is from... I know he played at Georgetown. Poughkeepsie. Uh, Hampton, Virginia. He was born in Hampton, Virginia. Yep. That's Michael Vick territory. Yeah. He was a, apparently he's a huge Vic fan, and he was as good at football as he was at basketball. Mm. Vic was sick too. Everyone yeah. forgets that yeah. too. So his friend was murdered, and the uh, the court case, the the trial started like that day. So this is everything that's going on in his mind. He goes out there. He's just like a he's just raw emotion. So that years later, that's what's brought up, and and he's talking about this is why I came out, this is why I said those things, and he's right. They're talking about practice. Why are they talking about practice? When you look at his stats, thirty one point four points a game. He played with his heart all the way through. He played every especially game. in that era, right? When you had some other big time players, Kobe, Shaq. You know, I mean, you had big, Le, the beginning of LeBron. You had mm-hmm. some big-time players coming at KG. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like, serious And then you have David Stern coming out and right. saying about how they're dressing. You know, two years later, we get the, the Malice in the Palace. And, Great game. <laughs> <laughs> the and best. Da- and David Stern uh, institutes the dress code. 
and specifically mentions Allen Iverson as one of the reasons for this because he's got these XXL shirts. He's got the cockeyed hat. He's got uh, the cornrows. He's got the tattoos. Makes so, you wonder where Adrian Peterson ever got that plantation owner idea of being right. a professional athlete, doesn't it? Right. So Allen Iverson, the Rolling Stone wrote this later, known for his tattoos, wearing flat-brimmed hats, do-rags, chains, baggy clothes, and sneakers when not on the court, was seen as the primary target of the dress code, and in turn was one of the most outspoken critics of it. They're targeting my generation, the hip-hop generation, Iverson claimed in a television interview. So I think, to me... When he came out and did this and said these things, obviously he was doing it for his own reasons. Uh, he was doing it because he was full of all these raw emotions. He was heard that that he might get traded. He wanted to be a 76er for life. He was hurt the entire season. His best friend was, was murdered. The man who murdered him was going on trial. All this came to a head at one time, um, and it turned into something else. It turned into this coded language where we could talk, where David Stern was talking about him, and, and it was it was a little more uh, racial. I think that there was a lot of tension in between the journalists, who were a bunch of white people, and Allen Iverson, who was this young black athlete that wasn't playing by the rules and quote unquote wasn't playing the right way and wasn't practicing, even though he was performing. Then we fast forward all these years, and now we're just looking at it like a meme. We look at it like, oh, it's f- something funny to say. And it's kind of interesting. It is funny. It's super funny. It's really, really funny. It's also something that... It's also true. He looks back... Yeah, it's very true. And he looks back at it and says, this is one of my darkest hours. This is when I'm looking at it like, all of these things are happening. My family's in upheaval. My friends are dying. And I'm just a ball of raw emotion. And this is what people remember me by. Not by my 26 and a half points per game career average not by my <laughs> silly isn't that crazy yeah <laughs> not by my taking uh the 76ers to the finals not by my mvp award not by my being under six foot four yeah still the shortest player to ever win the mvp not by my i think it's five seasons over 30 points per game not by my scoring titles it's about this moment where somebody asked me a stupid question about some coach that said i don't practice enough and that's what I'm remembered by. It's kind of crazy to think about. Well, how I think we've settled it. Ichiro Suzuki and Allen Iverson are the best two athletes best. ever. I concur. <laughs> Thanks, well, man. I've run, the, I've run the numbers. Well, I think it's also interesting about the Allen Iverson thing is that it's kind of set the stage for the current NBA. Like now, before a game, every any channel you watch the game on is showing the players walk in to see what they are wearing. Yep. yep. Yeah, not, Russell not Westbrook to see them all wearing and... suits, but just to see what everyone is wearing, how right. they come in, or if they are wearing suits, they're all wearing ones that LeBron That's really purchased. a thing people do? Yeah, yeah. it's part, it's part yeah. of the broadcast and what now. is this That's pedal really pusher? Fa- am I supposed to, when I go buy a new suit, am I supposed to get a high water? Is that the new thing? You no. want to you, you want to know you want to like at the ankle. You don't want it resting too much on. But the did shoe. you see those suits? Yeah, well, no, yeah, that's them? an extreme version. But that's the whole thing. Like it's like it is a fashion-forward type event. <laughs> seeing people walk in, and, and it's highlighted by the broadcasters to show this to people because it's something that resonates with the fans to see what people are wearing, see what their favorite athletes are wearing, and also like we were kind of talking about earlier, like. Now the league is more of a player league where mm-hmm. that's more of a coach's league. 
That was now, like that's the same. Like, oh, for sure. Yeah, back and then, that also yeah. like that yeah. also set the stage for like athletes responding how they want to respond. Like you know, if you ask LeBron a silly question, he's gonna give you a sarcastic response. LeBron is a terrible press conference interview. Well, yeah, everyone. Why does he hold the mic? Conference. Yeah, it's, it's, it's put bad. the mic in the that's, stand. That's you're just nitpicking. Put your put your hands down. Well, that's okay. what like Draymond okay, does that old too. White man. Like, lots of people do that. But that's, I, you, I made it perfectly clear. I got no time for LeBron. <laughs> yes, but people yes. want to see that, like, see that individuality in their player. They don't want to see right, a, a right. carbon copy of what a what Stern wanted right. from those players. So I think that's the other thing that's interesting is that like he he was that sort of the start of that, which has now been fully embraced by those marketing the league. Right. But he's remembered. It's it is more of a meme now than it was a hey. This is when this started. This, this is, is when people became. This people. is when when players became more than they just. They could speak their mind, their and that's code. what we love now. Now, if anyone gives a response, like if someone's giving a Saban esque response oh, in the NBA locker go. room, no, I'm just yeah. saying. But like if they're doing that, like oh well, they're just they're just going. They're mad. Emotions. They're competitors. Yeah, they're There's not really. In, they're not engaging with the it, press. Right. But like because now we want that sort of. What is your emotional response to this what is your actual response it's not this, just what you want to it was hear. this coded language back then about you can't play the right way <laughs> you're complaining you're prima donna it was amazing to go back and look at all of these editorials that were talking about trade him trade him trade him he didn't get traded till i think it was 2010 2008 something like that yeah where'd he go uh denver Oh, that's right. Nuggets, yeah. But can you imagine, like, the Philadelphia 76ers without Allen Iverson? Like, he was Mr. 76ers. The 76ers Even more could have used uh, Iverson for, this year. For our generation, that's what, Oh, to me... It was Charles Barkley and then Allen Iverson. Yeah. Then. Yeah. And, and none of that, like, he was such a thorn in the side of the establishment. Because the establishment, like you were saying, Big City Adam, the establishment was changing. It was David Stern. Yeah, Stern. It was a bunch of old coaches. It was a bunch of people imposing systems like the triangle system on basketball. And this guy comes in and he's a mixed, he's an and one mixtape. He blows yeah. everybody up. He crosses them <laughs> it over. Was so yeah. awesome. he was unbelievable. Yeah, that was the best. Like he so was awesome. like the and reason so you, and one became a and thing. You see exactly. somebody with yeah. you see somebody at that time. You know the NBA had uh, was mostly old white fans, just like we talk about baseball now. And they see a guy with cornrows. They see a guy uh, with tattoos. They see a guy crossing it over, not passing three times, just driving down the middle and laying it up. Slamming the ball at six He's foot. He's just hooping. And he was, yeah, he was in contradiction to everything they knew. And then you have a moment like this where he, yes, it's a hilarious meme, but he's a real person for those f- five to 15 minutes. And everybody looks at it and says, well, this guy's a prima donna. And would they have said that? I, I hate to, I don't hate to bring this up, but would they have said that if it was a white player? If Larry Bird would have done that? Would we have had the same reaction? Would we? Would would Boston have called for him to get traded? Say, well, I can't work with the coach. Now we just say, fire the coach. Yeah, absolutely. That would. Yeah. Yes. Fire. No. Fire. Yeah. What's his name? Yeah. Fire Larry Brown. Yeah. yeah. I mean, how does yeah David Blatt feel about Blatt? Like, that's what I'm trying to remember. Yeah, like, uh, fire David what's Blatt. What's the right way for he David Blatt? It's LeBron's he, he way. He can't. He can't work with LeBron. Fire David Blatt. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, he can't work with Larry Brown. Trade Allen Iverson. The greatest player at that in that generation at that time. Well, like, and I in will, the early two thousands, it was Kobe. It was Allen Iverson. I do think that that is a, in terms of today's NBA, that is a, an effect 
the LeBron effect, that LeBron is the general manager of that team. And I think you see that kind of ferreted out in other teams now. If you have a stud player or a, a keystone player on in your franchise, that they have more power and more influence than they ever would have 15 years ago when Iverson was playing or... Mm-hmm. You know, even back when Bird was playing mm-hmm. or Magic or any of these guys, like the coach was the man. Mm-hmm. Now the star player is the man. Right. Yeah. And you got the LeBrons or the Hardens or the Westbrooks that really probably have more impact and more influence than the coach. Well, and they, I think they kind of should. Like they are, they're doing the work. Yeah. I mean, not that the coaches don't work in the NBA, but like they are, they're what people are coming to see. Right. And I think that's kind of the thing with Iverson. Like he wanted to be a 76er. Like right. So like the stru- the the issue with like say LeBron or whatever or Harden, like they'll just leave. Right. And that's the problem. Now. And yeah. because they he wanted PG. to stay, he dealt with that. And and yeah, I think that's that is kind of the, the the people started to say, oh well, I mean I can deal with this garbage of being told to fit in and do what I'm told, or as the money maker for this franchise. I can bounce, and right. it won't affect me. Yep, right? yep. Like, I'll just get paid more somewhere else. And Iverson else. lasted longer than Larry Brown in Philadelphia. Yeah. And some people say it was because of Allen Iverson. He could never corral him, but he shouldn't have to. The guy was scoring 30 points per game. Come on. Like, right. let him do... He got you to the NBA Finals doing that. Let him play the way he wants to play. Yeah. And maybe and, give him some more players to play with. Yeah, and don't give him Eric Snow and an aging Dikembe Mutombo who had two good seasons there. One and a half good seasons in I mean, Philadelphia. blocks, though. Dikembe with a finger wag. In, in, his two, in that 2001 season... He scored over 31 points per game, as I mentioned. The next leading score was 12 points per game. And it was it was bad. You can look down NBA Finals teams and you can say, Michael Jordan had Scottie Pippen. Uh, John Kobe, Paxton, B.J. Armstrong. Kobe Bryant had Shaq. Shaq. You can even look at the teams that lost. Ron Artest. Look at the Jazz. Look at when... Yep. You Stockton can name some of the Suns players in that generation. Harris, Bird, McHale. You can look at the Rockets. You can look at the Spurs. Thunder, Dan Marley, yeah. Charles Barkley. You can think of KG all those teams, and then you can think KJ. of one other player. But if I say Eric Snow, you're like, I'm, I'm struggling to remember <laughs> yeah. what Honestly, he I looks go straight like. to that rapper, yeah. Snow. Everyone <laughs> yeah. thinks informer. In, yeah. well, that's well, what well, that's, You know, so that is Snow, Yago Leon. Licky boom boom down. Hey, Roddy's awake. That is Snow, Yago Someone down in Leon. Licky boom boom down. So... <laughs> so I think to me, you better listen to me now. Listen to me, you better listen to me now. Here's the one on the microphone and see about to be now. We definitely don't have the rights to this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> These aren't the actual. Words. We don't have the rights to our theme song. That's, no, you wrote that theme song on yeah, your, oh, yes. it's on the, your it's, Casio it's, keyboard. It's the Queen Defense. The Queen yeah. the, Vanilla, vanilla Ice. Vanilla Ice, vanilla ice Defense. Which did Vanilla work. Ice? The rhythm, yeah, which yeah, the I defense found out that later. Failed. The rhythm is different. So By all this note. to say, I guess what I'm saying is Allen Iverson, it's a hilarious meme. It's changed over the years. And at now the, you know the rest of the story. At the moment, he was just a raw, just raw emotions, and it's not his favorite uh, highlight. But I think it's important to see how the NBA has changed because of Allen Iverson and because mm-hmm. of that yeah. moment. Yeah, and that is because of da- sure. what David Stern did. In it's that go- it's gotten worse since Allen Iverson. You think? 
Yeah, because now guys just want to go to super teams. Well, Alan yes, 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 yes. Well, yes, yes, yes. But what right. I mean, they, they can they control their they, destiny. Where the he, players have more control. He was being, and and the media was pushing him into this idea that like you have to do what the coach says. This hierarchy of shave power those that doesn't necessarily yeah shave yeah. his cornrows. Don't show your tattoos. Don't wear your your headband. When you walk into the stadium, you have to look a certain way. He was being called thug left and right. It's like he wasn't doing anything that someone, a 24-year-old in his position that was, was making millions of dollars yeah. wouldn't have done. And he how was thugging all those people he crossed over, though. Yeah. How <laughs> could you possibly care about what someone wore into a stadium? I agree. That's just like the I most agree. insane thing. Yep, yep, yep. Because they put on the right clothes when they're on the, when they're doing their job. Clothes make them They man. wear the uniform. Right. So yep. that's that's the dress, dress that's for there. success, big city. And that's what, yeah, he wore a 76ers jersey <laughs> and scored a bunch of points. He was dressing for that success. And, his yeah. job wasn't walking into the stadium or right. practicing. That yeah. was his point. Hey, yeah, absolutely. forget about all these other trappings. The fact is, I go out, I play the games, we win because of me. I'm scoring. This is what I'm supposed to do and I'm doing. That, it. Your point's well taken because in this day and age, if you had an Allen Iverson on a semi-decent, over five plus five hundred team, but overall a little mediocre, probably nobody would say anything about him. Now, if no, you had a yeah. guy that was scoring thirty-two points a game, nobody's concerned about anything else but that thirty-two he points was a game going in this out. day and age. They would he, just try to get Kevin Love to come to that team. He, exactly. exactly. That's what he was going and then he out. Could fail there too. He <laughs> was scoring those points not because he's Russell Westbrook trying to lock up another triple-double average for this season. He was going out and scoring those points because that's the only way his team could win. And he wore those big ass T-shirts, just like guys when we went to high school wore those big ass T-shirts. Yeah. Man, he wasn't doing the Russell Westbrook thing with the Cuban but the, link all and that, the but torn but all that, and, all that came because of him. Yeah, yeah. all well, that happened because yeah. of him. Not, uh, you can make that argument, probably. Yeah, I think he did make that argument. Yeah, but well, yeah. <laughs> all right, uh, Adam, what do you got? Oh well, yeah. Oh. We're gonna finish with Rowdy. We're yeah. on to the end. We'll just go. All right. Oh boy, oh boy. this is gonna okay? be a two-hour just... episode. <laughs> it's all right. Make it's it right. quick. Okay. Yeah, we have to get to some more LeBron information yeah. from Rowdy. <laughs> I'm sliding by. We didn't pick you that up at all. Don't worry anything. about it. Lisa, they may come with a blow down my door. Want to crawl through, through, through me window, so they put me in the, the back of the car. Man. I had to station. From that point on, I reached my destination with the destination. Reach. I know this is my podcast, but how do I apologize? Rowdy, did, did you like snow? Because I know you're a huge, huge reggae fan. So they were look you in up, the snow? Yeah. They look down me pants, they look up <laughs> me bottom. All right, cool. Well, I'll just get into this. Okay, go for it. <laughs> Been waiting, man. All right, well, hey, so uh, Big City Adam on the Big City Beat. Uh, I am bringing wah, wah, wah. some... Oh, yeah. That was Hot 97 in the building. Uh, So, so as stated earlier, I've been in New York trying to get the bead on the New York City How long have you been in New York now? Uh, We're just, where are we at? We're coming up on four years. Yeah. We're like three and a half, four years. Okay. So, yeah, since I've been there, I've been trying to sort of digest as many sports as I can. You want to move this microphone again, don't you? Suck it in. You can't suck it. Well, anyway. You uh, could have. So I just I'm thought, back. you know, the underrepresented New York City will get some sports time. Cool. Oh, podcast. Good, yeah. Cool. So, yeah, I've been, uh, you know, when 
So New York is the largest sports city in the country because it's the largest city in the country. But there are 13 total pro sports teams. Yeah. Wow. Which, really? Yeah. That includes soccer. Both that, MLS teams. That technically includes Hockey. the New Jersey Devils. What's, because they're what close sport enough. is that? That includes all the sports. It's Wait, well, no, WNBA. New Jersey Devils. That's hockey. Oh, okay. So, yeah, that's, yeah. So, including soccer, MLS, including uh, hockey, obviously. WNBA. WBA, NWSL, which is the women's professional soccer. Oh. I, didn't, so, I didn't even know that was a thing. So, yeah, there are 13 total sport, sports teams. So, in theory, there should be just, like, the most championships all the year because... All the years because we have the most sports teams. And they all the buy time. everybody. But what I'm going to run down is like the, the most popular of the sports teams, the, the men's sport teams specifically. So you got your, your NBA. Yankees. Yeah, MLB, NHL, um, NFL. And what I, what I found who's in my research. Who's New York in the NFL? You know, hard to say. Yeah. <laughs> like who's worth watching? Yeah, I have no idea. Right. So this is based off my four years of experience <laughs> in the city. Um, it's pretty interesting. Overall, would you like consider yourself... bocce ball interleague play in your neighborhood or anything? <laughs> not that I know of. Not okay. yet. Yeah. Would you consider yourself a New York sports fan at this point? Oh, uh, absolutely not. Thank okay. you. Does playing Thank chess you. with old men in Central Park count as a New York sport? Is that, that really a does thing? Not count. I've never been to That New is York. a thing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You can play uh, chess with people in public parks. Not all of them, but a good portion of them. They're, they're around. Are they like masters? I mean... They think they are. They hustlers. They're, well, yeah, it's mostly hustlers. Yeah. It's people like who want to play you in chess in a New York City park. Right. No one can uh, see your hands. Oh yeah, air fingers, air quotes. <laughs> Never stopped us before. Uh, yeah. yeah, exactly. Uh, so yeah, there are a visual medium. <laughs> there there is no that, doubt about but it. I'm just gonna talk about since there are so many sports. I'm just gonna focus in. Yeah. On sort of the big hitters. Do it. Uh, and and my my research has found in general. So, NBA, NFL. MLB, NHL. So the big four okay, that big people four. watch. I like it. Um, over the last four years, um, it's been pretty interesting. Overall, those out of those four leagues, there are two of each mm-hmm. in New York City. That's crazy. That is crazy. Um, and the ones that you know tend to bring in the most money or the, the bigger headlines, which are NBA and NFL, mm-hmm. have been... Pretty disappointing. Mm. So, to say the least, you got two of each, and they're yeah, terrible. And they're terrible. So yeah, overall of those of those four major sports, those eight teams, over the last four years, they've averaged a winning percentage of forty eight percent. Wow, it's across the board. That's an F. Yeah. Uh, looking into, so we'll just go over. So the Knicks. You know, I think it, it, it's interesting Knicks about... Knicks are booty. Yeah. Well, yeah. Their, their winning percentage over the last four years, which is actually pretty similar to the Nets, is 33%. The Nets come in at 32%. Have they been Brooklyn the entire time you've been there? Uh, yeah. They've been Brooklyn the whole time I've been there. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah. Been, okay. They've been Brooklyn the whole time I've been there. And that's kind of the thing. They're one of Jay-Z's 99 problems. Yeah. Well, they were. Not anymore. Did he sell them? Yeah, he had to get out so he could go represent people as a as an agent. As an agent, yeah. So oh, he had to sell his his, right. his yeah. stakes and all that. Okay. Made a great Lenovo commercial or whatever IBM brand he was pushing. But so some, some kind of blood pressure medication. Yeah. No, it was a Lenovo. Yeah, was a, yeah c- computer. Yeah, computer. I went to computer school. Hey, yeah. I went He's, to. Computer. He knows all about it. I'm not, I'm not saying it's, it's fine. Not real. He made a commercial. It's yeah. no big deal. 
Um, but anyway, so like, you know, New York does have this sort of this historical idea of being a great sports town with these great sports teams and these great sports arenas. But, you know, for for basketball specifically, the most significant thing about New York sports is where they play. It's mm. not the teams. So Agreed. because they play Ooh. in New York. The Jersey, last right? champ- this is a hot yeah. track. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> true too cuz half of them don't even play in New York. Yeah, so the last time a basketball team in New York won a championship was 1976 and that was uh, the Nets. They're oh, the most the recent Nets? NBA championship is the Nets. Is that the year wow. they won the denim? They wore the denim jerseys those are the best jerseys no one those are the best jerseys but i don't know if that's the year they wore them but yeah so the, the knicks haven't won since 1973 won. was that phil jackson when they won in 73 yeah i don't know all this i'm checking <laughs> out four years of information you gotta know all these facts i'm just trying to this well, aren't you supposed to be searching while they ask the questions i thought that's how this yeah works. sometimes <laughs> come back he doesn't just fall asleep but yeah so like what the knicks and, and that's that's the interesting thing so like the knicks are this, you know, historical uh, uh, NBA franchise. They play at Madison Square Garden, which is this historical arena. And, you know, uh, at least in the last, since we've been sort of up on sports, like, there's been this notion of, oh, so-and-so scored X amount of points in the garden. Mm -hmm. Like, Kobe Mm -hmm. scored 80. LeBron scored 60, or what have you. But that's the only significant thing to happen to the Knicks. Pearl Jam plays MSG. Yes, it is actually a more... Like significant arena for concerts, for concerts, for sure. than it is for sports yeah. now, and I think that's the thing. I think what got me on this sort of thought was like, you know, it was like, oh, Kobe scored eighty in the Garden. In the Garden, but that just meant he was playing a terrible Knicks team, right? And because now you have like last year, Devin Booker, who is an up and comer, I who? guess, for the Phoenix Suns, scored seventy points in the Garden, and that was like hit. This this whole thing like oh he scored seventy points it just means he scored seventy points on a garbage team right but they have a cool old, old arena so now it's it's a it's a point of note but that's have really you been the to only MSG reason. I haven't been to MSG yet okay I've been, been to Barclays. Barclays I've seen the Yankees mm-hmm. seen the Mets I haven't been over to New Jersey to watch the the football yet well we're gonna have to order him a ticket guys yeah if you guys can get your we'll get with our Booker your tickets yeah. Uh, your seat geek, your old, old representative seat geek, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, the Knicks and Nets. Just put in the code. We don't have a sponsorship, right? And you'll get twenty dollars off. Oh, we that's really great. Would, we really would like a mattress <laughs> anytime. Uh, so yeah, so we got the Knicks and the Nets. Um, nothing since nineteen seventy six, and that's both of crazy. them only have. So the Knicks at least have Madison Square Garden, right? They have this historic arena. What do the Nets have? They have a cool Jason Kidd. They have the Barclays Center. Yeah, which is cool if you like brand new arenas and or it's rusting. If you credit card company, I know Reed, you're a fan of eminent domain. Yes, big fan. <laughs> and urban development. Get them bulldozers which is, rolling. Which is how they built that stadium. They effectively oh, yeah. erased an entire neighborhood just yep. so they could build this as this quote unquote urban Gentrification development. Gentrification is the best thing that's happened in yeah. America. In a and long now they time. have this totally. cool stadium that's covered in rusty shingles, which is the point. But it's still. Oh, it's it's even it. like a distressed, reclaimed yes. hipster bougie stadium. Well, you went well, too far not, there at the it's end. It's not reclaimed. Yeah. It was intended. I don't think I went far enough. It was it was built with the metal shingles that were intended to rust. Oh, um, yeah. But that's that like, flows in the river, and that's good for that. But yeah, it's like an architectural thing. But it's still like you know, it's 
I guess, fine to look at, but nothing happens in that stadium that's worth watching. Mm-hmm. Especially you all don't have basketball. monster truck rallies or anything? Well, right. That is basketball-related is what I'm saying. Oh. Do you it, have there's monster nothing. truck rallies? I'm sure they do. Mm. Have you ever been to a monster truck I haven't truck been to a monster rally? truck rally in New York. Huh. Seems like that a would be effort. awesome. I have, I've seen some hockey in the Barclays Center with our good friend Pete in Vegas. Look that up, and that's when I'll come visit when there's, when a, there's monster a monster truck. truck that's rally. what it'll take to get you yep. there. Yeah, it's going to take it. Uh, so moving on sports-wise, so we got Are the we going football. We got football. You know, of course, New that York funny football. Shape ball. There is there's, no New York football. There's Super Bowls except for Buffalo. There's Broadway Joe. There's like hey, all no, this. They've had some more recent success so with the Giants. They have. They are the. In they are the Pats killers. Mm-hmm. The last championship they won was in 2011. Uh huh. Which combos, we're clocking right? that at seven years ago. Uh huh. So the last four years. Uh huh. You know what the winning percentage of the Giants has been? Mm. 29.8. No. F- no, they 40s. won like two games one year. 43.7. We're done guessing. Okay. It's 40%. Okay. Uh, it's an even 40, huh? They've, they've had one winning season, which is the bright spot of the NFL in New York City. Wait, they've had one winning season. In the last four years. What do you okay. expect? I got a six oh, since foot. Since you've been there. Since they I've been there. This six, is all since I've been there. You may have been out. They got a six foot five yeah. kindergartner running that team. Well. So yeah, the only thing worth watching now for the Giants is that they got crinkle is rowdy eating pretzel pizza combos. Yeah, by the, the way, best never combos. had these, sir. <laughs> Not great. So that's the thing. Like these, these both of the, again, both of these organizations have storied pasts with you know Joe Namath. A storied franchise, the storied yeah. programs. If yeah, they should like stay with uh, Jared Lorenzen. But yeah, they should. The hefty left. Jared Lorenzen. <laughs> Dude, he's a slim like four twenty nine right yeah, now. As slim as four twenty nine can be. Yeah. He's got small ankles. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's kind of the thing. Like so like again, the both of these franchises have been over the last four years, you have these lifelong Giants fans, these mm-hmm. lifelong Jets fans, mm-hmm. bless their hearts. Bless them. Um, <laughs> where they have different. nothing over the last four years, there's like nothing to show for it. And ever, so they're both being sort of relegated to the we're excited to see your new draft pick. Yes, that's which, the worst. Which, if that's what your franchise is looking forward to, just ask Cleveland. Um, it's not great prospects. So no. we've got Saquon Barkley. Uh, we've got. Um, I hear a lot of we. You sure you're not a fan? They. Sorry. I just <laughs> live there. I have a problem with saying we. Um, but yeah, so like, the, you know, obviously the the last Giants championship was 2011. And yes, they beat the Patriots, so everyone loves them for that. Right, right, right. Um, but the Jets haven't won since 1969. And there are passionate Jets fans. Oh, that was Joe Namath, right? Yeah, that was Joe Namath. That's the <laughs> Roll last tie. time. Super Bowl three. Yeah, that's the last time they won, which is incredible. And these people... And, these, you know, these diehard fans are still showing up for games. Still, you'll still see anytime there is a game, you'll still, still see those jerseys. buddy Gary V, big Jets fan. Who's oh yeah, Gary V. Well, Gary Vaynerchuk. Keep chewing. Finish chewing those combos. <laughs> yeah, Bond, you finish. give a big swaller before you. <laughs> no, that's worse. Not a fan. Dude, you, you know go. he'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, so yeah, so now we're like we're we're to the point with both of those franchises where their only promise is their next draft pick. Yeah, yeah, which that's is, not a good place to it's be. It's not a great place to be. Uh, but so fumbles. Moving on to the bright spots baseball. of New York City spot, sports. We got baseball. Is this all about Didi Gregorius? It's not all about him. Sir Didi. Too bad. We've got baseball and we've got hockey, which I think, per the the stats you were showing me earlier. 
uh, listeners of this program prefer baseball to conversations and hockey conversations. Oh, they love it. That's why you're always that talking about it. That seems to be our feedback. That seems about right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Seems so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. People love Midwesterners love baseball. I don't know why, because mm-hmm. we only have like seven teams you can root yeah. for within a four-hour radius. Even Spanish speaking <laughs> listeners, Moss yeah. Baseball. Honkball. <laughs> Uh, yeah, our Dutch yeah, fans. Our Dutch, our Dutch, our, fans. Our Dutch fans. Our Dutch fans. More honk ball. <laughs> what about that? our French fans, Rowdy? They don't what listen. They got? Oh, yeah. They're too, busy smoking, They're too busy smoking cigarettes and being pissed off. <laughs> Eating crepes. Yeah. Um, How dare you? So going on, so we'll start with NHL. We'll end on baseball because that's the high note. Yeah, uh, So sure the NHL-wise, the Islanders have actually been okay. They have a 58% winning percentage. Where are they now? And that's that's exactly the point. So like they've been in Barclays, Mm -hmm. uh, which makes them more of a New York City team Uh, for the last three years. Are they moving out to Nassau? So what they're doing is in Jamaica. They're building a new hold, please. You're making me crazy. Yeah, (laughs) they're building a new stadium. Every ting is already. (laughs) (laughs) They're building a new stadium for for the Islanders out on Long Island Uh uh, near actually the Belmont Racetrack, but. That's the dog right. track, but or horses. No, the horse track, man. Man of War. Yeah, <laughs> yes. yeah. Here, let's remember some horses. <laughs> <laughs> that's my favorite. That's my all-time favorite read move. Is if you you want a horse, I got you a horse. <laughs> I'll say a name. Yeah. How do you like that commentary? <laughs> Booyah! If, Grade A content. Na- name a team. He, if he knows the mascot, he'll just yell it out. Yep. <laughs> Try me. Right. So yeah, well, hold on. <laughs> All right. So horses. So anyway, so. Islanders, so Dandy Lad, they are dim apples. Uh, do you talk through it? What yeah. do you do? Yeah, you just gotta keep to. rolling. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you just gotta roll through. Anyways, we got these Islanders. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, they last won a Stanley Cup in '83, so nothing mm, recent. Yeah. We're, we still were on the cup around that time. Ronald Reagan. Um, but yeah, and now they're this New York City team. Oliver North. <laughs> they're this New York City team. Gosh, darn it! That has like that is not even a New York City team anymore because they are, are they are splitting time. I always sweat. This isn't a new thing. Hey, hey, listeners. I'm a sweaty guy. Are you, are you citing the listeners? So this whole time, I've been sweating. I think it's important that you this know. This is a footnote. Yeah, so I want to get real with it. Tell everybody. us about these Islanders. I've been I'm making. trying. Okay. Well, that's the thing. So they're a New York City team, but now they're splitting their time yeah. between <coughs> Barclays Center and the, the, the arena they moved out of because it was so decrepit. They're going to split their time the only now that they wanted a to play few... there was Billy Joel, right? Yeah, exactly. I'm Standing, kind of yeah, whenever he wants. like New York is Detroit. So it's new. It's Detroit with more teams. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Understood. Well, and all uh, <laughs> consideration to to Mikey, uh, they're they don't have a team as good as the Red Wings. Well, as good as the Red Wings were. Yes. No. Th- nor Recently. do they play in the yeah. pizza box. They don't. Okay. Um, so anyway, so what yeah. What about the Rangers? So they're Original playing thirty three miles outside. So the Rangers are the are the bright spot of the NHL. They got to stay in the appearance. And fourteen, fifteen. So yep, in 2015, yep. they were in the Stanley Cup. Wasn't Lundqvist on that team and his yeah. steely blue eyes? His, oh yeah, my gosh, he's dreamy. Bath in those eyes. Yes, really. Um, but they haven't won anything since '94. <laughs> they, they've been in the Stanley. They were. Right. They played for the Stanley Cup. They've Mark been in Messier. The playoffs. Yeah. yeah, Mark Messier. Eleven. Ninety-four. They, so there are bright George spots. Herbert they, Walker Bush. They, <laughs> but they haven't won anything. Again, they get to play in Madison Square Garden. So yeah, you, you get great. that. You get a cool arena, to, an old arena MSG to go into. MSG makes I, you more hungry. 
Can I ask a question? Yeah. Yes. I, I know you haven't been there, so I don't know that you'll know the answer to this. Sure. But I hear that uh, soccer, uh, soccer, geez, oh, look at me. That's a Ice soccer, hockey, yeah. and basketball, the um, angles of the seats, anals of the seats. <laughs> <laughs> are yes. different and that that's what, <laughs> don't shake your head at me Rowley. here and some combos first and then everybody everybody open another beer this is going well yeah gangbusters <laughs> so what's your actual that, question <laughs> that they're the the angles are different and that sure. that's one of the reasons that like the, the islanders are angle? moving the viewing angles okay like the the actual angle of the seat is mm-hmm. different um, and that's one of the reasons that they're moving out. One of the reasons the islanders oh, are moving Barclays. out. How, why has this never been an issue? Have they of, consulted uh, chiropractors? Oh, so I don't uh, know if that's the real Madison reason they're moving out. I mean, I also it don't know how much like support they have. The that could be a thing. It's also more expensive. <laughs> Tron. Like yeah. if you're only filling an arena halfway with you know a hockey, that's a lot more effort. Maybe you can fill it with some more monster trucks <laughs> and make some more money <laughs> off the that. Grave digger sells tickets. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so, so yeah, my daddy always said. <laughs> when I was there watching the Islanders in the Barclays Center, well, you were in the wrong seats we, at first. <laughs> oh, with Pete. Yeah, yeah. We had great seats that no, were like, no, no, no. Hold on. Someone else had great when seats. When we got and there, you were sitting in we them. sat in great seats for I think one or two periods. It wasn't until like I halfway through the once. second period, the guy yeah. the guy came back and was like, oh hey, these are our seats. Like, <laughs> oh they sure are, dude. You we missed like two thirds of this game. Hey, if they, you know, printed their tickets more clearly, it wouldn't have been a problem. But the t- the, the seats were still great that we moved to, but it was fine. Like, yeah. I don't know, like, how much of an angle you need on hockey. Like, it's also fast, and it is fun to watch. I will say that. It is fun mm-hmm. to watch, and more people should watch hockey. Eventually, you start to understand the rules, even if you don't that know That is not true at all. No, it's true. That's So that's what I've, like, since I've been in New York, I've been watching hockey more often because it's on the television more often. And I have learned a lot more rules than I... Uh-huh. That uh-huh. I did before, and, and it's more interesting, to. and it's faster it's than any other sport, fast. which That's is why great. I can't keep up with it. And they have some of the cooler rules, like they have, like you know, they have the backup goalie. Mm-hmm. That's just some dude off the street. Yeah, that's which a great is pretty rule. cool. Mm-hmm. Um, there's what? a point like, that was dope. that's the backup backup goalie. That was cool. Yeah. There's that a point cool. in goalie. Uh, near the end of games, if it's close, the team that's down a goal will pull their goalie and add another guy. Six on five. Also that happened really cool. in game five of the uh, Vegas game, and they went down there and threw the puck in, and yeah. it was a three nothing all of a sudden. So yeah, that, that's in, what's exciting. Like what either is it, six or seven dudes. How many people on the six ice? It's five on. It's five, five skaters. On, yeah. And then well, a they goalie, had six, so six skaters. On yeah, they, six on five because they were down two zero with three minutes left. Yeah. And it's they one took of the, the cool goalie yeah. out and it bit him. And whenever the goalie comes out, it gets exciting because you know there's going to be more action one way or the other, and you're either going to get a goal for the team that's down, or you're going to get an empty netter, which mm-hmm. is always fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, let's move on from hockey, shall Please. we? Please. So let's move on to the real money maker for this podcast. Baseball. So the, the thing the Mets are here. To be celebrated. The Mets have gotten <laughs> right. their ass they don't pounded get by the Reds. Well, the, Ets, the Mets have gotten whipped by the Reds two straight games. And now they've given them their best pitcher. Well, not their yeah. best, but well, one of... Yeah, no. So, so, that, so that's the interesting thing. the Mets thing. turn the Reds around. <laughs> so the Mets... I picked up Bartolo Colon, though, even though he's not a Met anymore. I'm sorry to hear that. The Mets and the Yankees have about the same winning percentage of around 50%. So the, they are the actual bright spots mm. for, for baseball. 
Um, obviously, the Yankees have had their recent success with their young players mm-hmm. in the playoffs. Oh, you mean because they buy everybody? Well, that's that's what's they interesting about this Mets lately. team. They have other than they're going to buy Carlo. They're going to buy Mike Trout or Harper or both. Watch. Right, but they last season they were good based on just the players they'd homegrown, which is uh-huh. pretty interesting. That's true. But then they really tossed cool. out their manager, which that seemed weird. Yeah. yeah. Um, Agreed. But anyway, so uh, so the Mets for Aaron Boone. Again, they have like they haven't won since '86. They were in the, the Miracle Mets. I like Mets. the Mets too, man. They were in the World Series in 2016, was which was exciting. But like every year since that, they've been in the playoffs once and they fell off. Did you just say 2016? 2015, 16? Is that yeah. what it was? Okay. The Whichever. Mets. Yeah, they were in the World Series against the Royals last year, two years ago. I mean, what I write down? Yeah, three years, like, not this season, oh, not last season. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry, against season. the Royals, right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm with you now, sorry. Anyway, so, like, that that was, like, sort of this, they're building up to a point where they were going to be good, but since then, they've just regressed every year, and now, one of the high points, well, from part of that World Series, Matt Harvey, their ace pitcher. No, it's Lucas Duda, that's he's, the problem. They he's now been, him. look... Your baseball roto league information is not helpful. No, I'm saying when they got rid of Duda, <laughs> they tanked. Well, right, but like, so they had Matt Harvey. I like how you say it like you're part of like Songs of the South. It's Duda, Duda, not Duda, <laughs> Duda, Duda, Duda or Duda, not Duda. Hey, Lucas, I, Duda, <laughs> whatever. Duda, Duda. I'd say I'd go Duda. Yeah, this how's it spelled? I based on a Google image search. This guy looks. <laughs> this guy looks like a doodah. Yeah, doodah, doodah. Right, yeah. Hey, he feels like a doodah. And he, for the rest of his segment, oh, I don't. Let's please That's not fine. interrupt, okay? That is, cool. Let's yeah. let him get through yeah. it. Yeah, let me get through it. It's so rough, yeah. isn't it? Huh? It's rough. Oh, it's a great time. I'm having a great time. Although I'm sweaty, I'm having a great time. I know. Time. All right. There's it's no moving, work, man. There's no moving air in here. Uh, no, anyway, so like, so, so you yeah, come the Mets, with your Excel spreadsheet, they were sort of making their you. way up <laughs> to becoming this World Series contender, and then you know everything has sort of fallen apart, and now Matt Harvey, who was sort of the pseudo face of the franchise, the Dark Knight, as they called him, really, he's got traded to the Reds because he had a problem of partying for, everywhere for a catcher who because the Queen City's where you want to go to party. Games. Well, that stadium, Snoop, you've been there, uh-huh. City so Field. City it's Cincinnati a great, River. it's a great place to take very a game. Nice. Very nice. It's very nice. They got a Shake Shack, mm-hmm. which is cool. I don't know. It what took that a long is. time to get through. It's a burger joint. You'll go there sometime okay. if you ever come east. Okay. Um, and that leads us cool. to the last team to talk about, which is the gosh darn Yankees. So the Yankees have been have been the most consistent sports team. Yep. And it's frustrating because, as you said, they tend to buy players. So they've had this. They don't thing. tend. They do. Yeah, and they like they've won what twenty seven World Series. Yeah. So like they have the most history, and they've been the most consistent. And my father in law loves them, and it's a bummer that like they are still like they are still the consistent bright spot because they have the money, because they have the, you know, the name, the pinstripes, the whole thing. But they've been, you know, as far as, like, being in the playoffs and showing promise, they've been the most consistent thing in the last four years. So they have the young talent that they've homegrown for the most part. They're going to start bringing in extra pieces so they can get further in the playoffs. And they even um, brought in Ichiro for a couple of years. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And they'll, they'll bring in every, like, everyone will go through the Yankees if they think they're going to help them that's win. True. Which, that's true. Yeah. I, for better, for worse. That's what's been impressive about the Yankees. You talk about them buying talent, and they used to do that more. But what they've done lately has been 
Well, they got new management, a, right? A mix. Well, they, yeah. Girardi I mean, or whatever. What's his name? He was Giardia. Out, yeah, he was out, yeah. He was Giardia. Yeah. He was Giardia. Like, that's, that's He's a river that, disease. But, but that's <laughs> the other weird thing about that is because they had a great season last year, unexpectedly great. Uh-huh. And then they said, well, you've done great, but we're going to get somebody else who maybe has less experience. But when you look at their, when you look at their team now, their entire... If Greg Bird comes back off the DL, their entire uh, infield is all homegrown talent. Andujar, Didi, Glaber Torres, and Greg Bird. And then their catcher, Gary Sanchez, another prospect of theirs. It's not as if they've been going out and just buying big names. Aaron Judge, another one. Uh, Wait, though. Yeah. Those up for contract. Coming. I understand that, and yeah. that's what they'll do. They they'll did make that with. They, they did that with Stanton. Everybody. They did that. They went out yeah, and made Jean a trade. Yeah, right. To to kind of fill in some spots where he could DH, but for the most part, they've been trying to go the route of a young team, and they've been able to trade. They've been able to grow names, trade for other big names, and then also trade for other prospects, and then build those prospects up. That's what they've been doing. It's been very different than what they've but done I think for it, a long, I long think time. It will, and they they traded a lot more for pitching than they have. I think it will return for, to the status quo as soon as Harper and Trout are up for contract. The, they're going to get one. Of, they're going to get one of them. They yeah. got the money. They'll try. But like, they're going to get. They got the money. Yeah, yeah. They, they got more money than anybody. They absolutely do, and that's I think you know why they've been so like consistently, even in their down yes. years, they weren't terrible. Right. They were just missing the playoffs or exactly. getting the first round. Right. So, so yeah. Um. And so that's you know that's New York sports. In short, don't come to New York for the. The team sports. How's the college? How's the college sport? Don't come to New York for the college sport. Well, they have about the Big East, so they have the championships. State or whatever. Come for like. Don't come to New York and just go to a random team sports event. Looking to have, looking to cheer on one of the teams that's going to win because they're probably not going to win. Yeah. Oh wow. So come to New York for individual sports. There's the U.S. Open. (laughs) That's always great. There's there is Belmont. Come for horse racing. Right. New York City Marathon. That's a fun thing. Come for all the the individual sports, the architecture, Simpatico. riding some subways that some of them aren't trash. Come for the heps. Come from the, the bridges. Yankees. Come for the the big buildings. <laughs> Pizza uh, Don't come for the team sports unless you're a Yankees fan. And if you are, just how about the art day? How about the artwork? Yeah, come for the art, come for the culture, come from seeing around a lot of half people. Half of it's uh, forged, but, but come don't, for the, still look don't come it. for the teams. But don't come from the team sports. Come what about the, the Times Fordham Square Rams? Sabaro. Fordham Rams, don't come from the college sports. Times like, Square Sabaro. Don't come from the Michael college Scott's sports favorite. based around New York because you'll just be let down. Yeah, you but came Fordham from is like, New York's one true team. That's right. You Fordham? Came, yeah, you yeah. came from a very... Um, Rich college Silver. area, Absolutely. the Midwest, and that, that's actually one of the weirder parts about watching sports. Watching because I like you know prefer college sports. It's harder to find them there. Until Full disclosure: it, until it Big City Adams, a Golden Domer. Absolutely, yeah. That's Why right. like anybody else? Right, tradition uh, because you want to win. Oh. Tradition. Well, if you want to win, maybe you should be in Alabama. I love the city, the state that I grew up in, mm-hmm. and then moved out of. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Promptly. Right, yeah. This is, as quick as you could. Yeah. But yeah, so While yeah. While you're talking, beer me. Hmm? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Rowdy. So that's it. That's all you got? That's Rowdy. all. That was a, hey, thank you for coming prepared, Big you're City welcome. Adam. <laughs> no, it was very nice. He has a very well laid out Excel yeah, spreadsheet. Yeah, it was great. That was a I really got facts. Good. I got figures. That was a really good segment. 
even though I didn't understand all the hockey stuff, but that's okay. Yeah, hey, and for this is a just as a longtime fan of the podcast. We appreciate that. I think, you know, I, I do support giving Everybody hockey a chance. Everybody get on MySpace and buy the Winwood Willard album. Because when you don't have a ton of friends, sometimes all you have is sports. <laughs> <laughs> and hockey's actually fun to watch eventually. Is it hard to make friends in a city of 10 million people? It's hard to make friends as a 30-year-old. I think, I think in your 30s That's it's hard. True. This is a whole other you podcast. You got that Bumble app? No, that's, I don't know. That's not for friend. That's a different kind of friend. What kind of bumble? No, bumble, bumble isn't man? that like where like you meet buddies and stuff? Nope, it's just for dating. It is where you meet buddies. Sounds like Rowdy. Yeah. No, there's one of those that's Heather like should check your phone. Is it like Friendster or something like that? There's some app where you can just meet friends to like hang out. Why yeah. would anyone want to do that? Well, because they want the, friends. Well, that's the thing. But I that's, that's the most inorganic, unnatural way to meet people. It doesn't matter. We're sure going it back does. To this here's the motivation. Thing. Sure, it here's does. the problem. Context well, counts. Here's the problem, though. Here's what I've experienced because I, I agree with you. Yes, but thank like, you. in a city so big, it's hard to organically find people you want to hang out with because not only do you have to find the person that you like that you want to interact with, you have to live in proximity to that person. Mm-hmm. Like, if they're not on your train line or you don't have an easy way to get to them, you're not... Like, if, if I met somebody that I was... That was just great to hang out with, we liked a lot of the same stuff, uh, yeah. whatever. If yeah. they live in the Bronx, we're not going to be friends. Because yeah. it takes me an hour and a half Restricted to get there. By, There's by no chance we're going to, like, happen... Like, our paths are going to cross otherwise. So mm-hmm. it is an interesting thing, like, making friends as... In your mid-30s, uh, in a, a, such a large city, uh, it, it's a, one of these interesting things where you have to... It is a lot harder. But More things have to match up. Yeah, you have to. Uh, not only do you have to like like the person. I mean, I think you have to try a little harder. Which mm-hmm. also, as you get older, you're not interested in doing. Yeah. Well, tell you what. Since you started talking about this, I put you on Grinder, which is oh cool. That's that is the friend one. I said looking. Yeah. For, That's definitely the friend. Looking for buddies. You do yeah. meet some cool guys. I do that when I travel. I'm just looking for, for work. buds. Looking for new friends on the D train. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good thing, like. Like, hey, I'm I'm hey, I'm in this city for a couple nights. Like, yeah. I do this when I travel. It's like just, just looking for meet, some fun. Just meet some guys. Just looking for a good out. time. because like, yeah. who isn't looking for a good time? That's <laughs> all the time. I'll sit at a yeah. table by time. myself and text, and like we have some yeah. good conversations. Yeah. You need and, to find someone to share that bottle of wine with. Yeah, yeah. I mean, or a box. Have you thought about joining any <laughs> any street yeah. gangs? Huh. Yeah, yeah, what's uh, maybe not well, is it qualify. MS 13? Well, maybe not if, 13, like go maybe go 10 or 11. Yeah, like, based maybe on the military, the thing. So they, they have like, a lot of the similar rules that like the military has, and I'm too old to enlist. Oh, so yeah, for I, gangs, I can't, yeah, like they're do you the have physically you have the past is like just really or is tough. that just a west coast thing? What's that now? You have Crips and Bloods? I have no idea. Do you live near the Queens Bridge? No. Because in the Warriors, just, they had that. There was the Queensbridge mutilators. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. Um, I do. The, the I do like going to Coney Island. Let's see what they got. They got Coney good Warriors hot dogs. Well up in there, great hot dogs. You ever see uh, what's his face that eats all those hot dogs? No, I don't see him. Yeah, what's his nope. name? No, keep going. Yep. No, you got this. Yoshimo- Yoshimoto. Nope, nope. It starts with a K. <laughs> you ever seen them put Kobayashi? Like, uh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> the, the porcelain manufacturer. <laughs> Give me the keys. Shima- uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think your mic cut out. You want to say it again? Yeah. I, I didn't hear all the words that time. You ever hand seen him put me the, like, the keys? Yeah. <laughs> like, hand me those keys, young sir. Purple slime and stuff in the Statue of Liberty and make it walk around. Can you go in the Statue of Liberty again? 
Yeah, you can go. Can in. you go up to the to the torch? You can't go up to the torch. Lame. Yeah. Could you go up totally to the torch played out. Back in the day. Did you the go up the torch when you no, were there? No, I've never been to New York City. Oh, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so now it's lame. Do you know anybody who lives there? Reed? Couple. <laughs> interesting. Maybe some people you do. I know somebody in Philly. know somebody in New York. Uh-huh. Yeah, it sounds like you had a trip planned. Well, I know yeah. several people in New York, actually. Well, you know some really cool people. Yeah. One cool person. I don't know, man. This is definitely sports adjacent. Yeah. I'm not saying we're it's still wrong. We're still we recording all this, that. correct? This yeah. is all still part of the I'll podcast. I'll get there one day, but I'm not really looking forward to it. <laughs> Look, we you'll we, make it. We better. share a lot of the same likes and dislikes. Uh, yes, I can agreed. I can show you a good time. I know you I'll get will. on my grinder. App. I know we'll you get will. You some, yeah, <laughs> get some buds. We'll find some find some buds and just hang out. You know? Yeah. Like rowdy. what kind of buds are we talking about? Smokable? Rowdy. That doesn't clarify. Rowdy. That doesn't help. Rowdy. Oh, should we move on? It's your turn. You know what? We've been talking for an hour and a half. I'm going to seed my time this episode. You're what? giving up? I had oh, a man. really good topic lined up, but you Come know on, what? Give it to us. I think, I feel you, like actually, I I think you should roll with it. No, I, I feel like we've put out a lot of good content this episode, and I feel very, very proud of it. And I, and I can't believe I'm asking this, but Rowdy, would you please share what you have no. prepared for you, us? Oh. I'm going to save it for next week. Okay. I'm going to keep it That's in my one note. He because he's already done his homework in advance, and he doesn't want to do anything he doesn't, this Yeah, week. he doesn't want to do anything That's what this week. is about. Yeah. Well, and with Microsoft OneNote, I can close my computer anytime <laughs> I That's it. Hashtag. <laughs> well, uh, Adam, what's your sports week look like? What you got rest of the week? You know, my, my week is more focused on friends rather than sports. Okay. Oh. Rowdy, what about you? <laughs> God, I'm tearing up. My week is also more focused on the friends than the sports. Reed? Anything? Are Don't say this. I'm probably first? just going to be angry most of the week. Yeah? What yeah. about? Because... LeBron and the Cavs swept Toronto. Boston's looking good, though. Yeah, I I have all my hope. I'm going back to Larry Bird here. I'm trying to bring my hope back to Boston, but it is kind of hard to wrap my my mind around. I don't really understand what the hell happened to Toronto. I yeah. Well, it's what what happens every year, though. Well, like every year they they do very well. I will not buy into this narrative that LeBron is the greatest player on the planet. No, that's fine. Toronto. They didn't play anybody. Every year, they are very Collapse. good throughout the regular that's, season, that's, and then in the playoffs, this is a good point. They take a two flusher, and know? also they should not be in our two basketball flusher. league. If they want to have their own basketball league, they should have their own basketball well, league. Because it should be coming into yeah, that's a good point. It should be the fighting Drake National Basketball yes. Association, and the then it needs to be the international. And they yeah. can have one of those weird courts. Or intercontinental. With the Super Bowl is world champions, but it's only America. Well, yeah, teams. because that's like, the yeah, only Toronto people who are is playing. Close though. to America. Canada. Yeah, but it's a different game. That's true. The polls and the polls are different. That's what she it's said. <laughs> she didn't. Not to me, anyway. <laughs> Snoop, what's your st- sports? Yeah, what's your sports? Like? I got nothing. I got nothing. I'm look gra- at him. He's done with school. He ain't doing. He doesn't anything. care about sports I'm, anymore. Yeah. I'm he's, commencing he's this weekend. Yeah. So, yeah. Hey, are you walking? Yeah. You moving that tassel? You got that mortarboard on? Mm-hmm. Bat yeah. wing robe, right? Yeah, the masters that we mm-hmm. got the bat wings yep. on it. Yeah, boy. To that what C color? Song? Hey, get all pumped hey, up. Hey, no. What color's your you hood? Uh, uh, this it, is a very important answer. <laughs> yeah, mine was white. Oh it's well, it's pink. a little pink, and then it's got. I thought music was pink. It's a little pink. It's not all the way pink. Oh. It's like a, like a funny it's color like a salmon. It's like a, a salmon. Sal- it's a like little sal- pink. Salmon color. Salmon color. Not all the way pink. And then it's, so it's an orange pink. Yeah. Orange rouge. Our our school, uh, my school's tassel color is copper. Hmm. 
So what? Are they what school are, is your degree from? Indiana or Purdue? Indiana. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's, that's what I got. Are you on. having a party or anything that I haven't heard yeah, about? Is there a get down? Uh, again, I'm not announcing this on the podcast. Okay. Do, I'm not. We, do we and all sit together? I wouldn't <laughs> announce this on the podcast. I'll be posting his address on the social <laughs> yeah. media channels because he that's never gets on Facebook. it. We did 50, it. We did 50 sports. something and episode what? 37. We did sports. As always, I want to thank our production guru, Mikey Jetbelly Music, for the mics and the stage advice, and the commissioner, Brandon Casper, who is going to love all of the baseball talk. As well as our special guest tonight, Big City Adam on his Big City Beat. We're sending Did him back I match in the, the tone. Good, I think I got it. Yeah. Next week, he's back in the field, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm. Beat. <laughs> Next beat. week, I'm heading back out to New York to get some more investigative reporting. Get those scoops. Yeah. Be his friend. If yeah. you like Corey the show, and I a, Corey and I have a conference. Yeah, if you like Corey, man. If you like the show, head over to Facebook. Hey, are you doing the rollout? Or? Biggest. <laughs> man, I'm trying. I'm trying. Are you doing or are you trying? Yeah, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm definitely not. Just do it. Yoda English. Well, right that's now. it. We did sports. You can also find us on Instagram at sports 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 pod. Email us at sports 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 pod at gmail.com and Twitter at sports x three pod with any questions, headlines, or topics you want to discuss, or if you want to be the next guest host on sports sports sports. Shoot us a send shoot in us your a resume. Yes, send I'll us look a it resume. over and a picture. Yeah, if you're whoa, we don't body shame on this uh, show. I do. Okay, <laughs> do you have a good baseball face? That's yeah, all yeah. I want to know. That's all we care about. And don't forget to rate us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. While you're there, you can also subscribe. New episodes will be there every Thursday, where we will ask, "How about some sports?" <laughs>